please pray with me? Jesus, good shepherd, as you call us each by name, open our minds, hearts, souls, and inner being to respond to you in all your guises, visible and invisible. I make this prayer in your holy name. Amen. <clears throat> Dear flock, please be seated in this fruitful pasture. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday and you are all in the pasture. It is also the next to last Sunday that we will have Jarrett with us. Yeah, that's how I feel. I want to consider what it means to be Jesus' flock, Jesus' people at St. Martin's when we are about to be without an appointed shepherd for quite a while. I find it a challenging and a bracing prospect. And I want to pay tribute to a faithful shepherd who has guided us for 11 years very much by Jesus' compass leading him. Today's readings are meant to give us a sense of the rod and the staff of our heritage. Four different settings, four versions of shepherd and flock. How do we find ourselves in these passages? I love the first scene of shepherding from Acts. A group of women disciples doing good works and acts of charity, so much like us. Tabitha and her friends would surely recognize blessed baking, women connecting, Stephen ministry, biblical study groups, and all the rest. We have been in their shoes, doing what we can to ease the suffering of our loved ones. <clears throat> when one of us gets sick or dies, we call our pastor, our shepherd, just as the women of Joppa did. And we have known that Jarrett will be there instantly. I am not crediting him with raising the dead. <laughs> but Jarrett has done the next best thing. He conducts the most deeply moving funerals consistently. It's a real gift of any priest I have ever known. The work of a good shepherd is to comfort, to discern, and convey the deep abiding meaning of our lives. We honor and embrace this work. We are a church that values and practices, practices being community in pain and in joy, even when it is difficult. We have learned that. We follow the pattern set in Joppa I think we can count on ourselves for that. 
The second scene of shepherding, the 23rd Psalm, so moving and so comforting. It follows us all our lives. Its water and oil are redolent of baptism. So baptism. Jarrett was so thrilled when he got to baptize a teenager by full immersion. I hope you were there for that. He figured out the logistics of how to do it by obtaining a movable trough big enough to submerge that sizable body. <laughs> and we did it on that front patio. And a patio is a space, by the way, that Jarrett envisioned and carried out as a way to enlarge our worship space so we could share and invite the surrounding community to our worship. St. Martin's more typical baptism, Jarrett does that well too. We, we celebrate inside the church at the font and so that the whole congregation can welcome and incorporate the newly baptized. And after he's baptized, Jarrett leads us all joyfully up the aisle, sprinkling us with water so exuberantly. And the freshly baptized settle down in the back with their families to bask in the newly recognized holiness of their members. The rest of us recall that the baptismal covenant, has, as Jarrett has led us to know and understand, is the source and root of everything we do at St. Martin's, everything. And now the hard example of how shepherds work from Revelation. This is perhaps most Jarrett-like and most like us. We do not take the just go to church on Sunday and then go home version of Christianity. Under Jarrett's leadership, we have some sense of who comes first in God's care. Those who hunger and thirst, those who are kept from learning and thriving, those who are refugees. These are the ones who come out of the great ordeal of our present world. We have learned to hear them, guided by Jarrett through the work of power, of beloved community, of supper, through St. James School, through Beyond Borders. And we have changed how we respond to all these needs. Now, rather than donating money towards scattered programs, we invest major funds and energy to respond covenantally to the suffering that we've learned to see in our world. When we give money now, it's by a covenant, a reciprocal covenant. We are learning to listen rather than to assume that we know how to fix the problem. When someone asks us, who are these and where do they come from? We say, please tell us, 
we are listening. The church, in these increasingly secular years, needs a shepherd like those of the early church. We can't take our faith for granted. We live in a world that engenders martyrs. We will need a shepherd like Jarrett, who considers and acts to counter systemic injustice in the name of Jesus. The fourth scene of shepherding from the gospel reminds me, again, of Jarrett. What do you know? <laughs> of how he has led us over these 11 years. In today's gospel, Jesus answered his antagonists. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. So many times, most often in community engagement meetings, but really over and over in sermons, Jarrett has said, I have said it, I have told you, when we question, I have said it. And finally, Finally, at the 11th hour of the 11th year, Jarrett marshaled us to collect some of his shepherding advice and guidance in a handbook. We wrote it down. The Community Engagement Committee has worked for years on the ideas and structures of this handbook. Now, you know, community engagement is the coordinating body of all the various outreach ministries of St. Martin's, so many of them. The vision statement of the handbook says that we engage as agents of Christ's love in the world by developing mutual relationships at the local, regional, national, and international levels that advance the mission and values of St. Martin's as we discern God's will as a church together. This vision of doing Christ's loving work in the world together will serve us as a firm foundation from which to grow and thrive. And we will thank Jarrett for it for years. You find the handbook in, on our website, in the Community Engagement tab, you should read it. There's beautiful writing in it. When you read it, you will recognize our voices in it and Jesus' shepherding voice behind ours long into the future. I know I speak for many when I say we are grateful. Amen.